Hi, my name is Amy Magstat, and this podcast is all about my journey with endometriosis. I hope in sharing my story, it may help others who may be suffering and to know you are not alone. Welcome to It's All in My Head. All right, this is episode four. Today, I want to cover how you can help yourself. Some of you may not want to have surgery or some of you maybe can't have surgery at this point. And there are many ways you can help yourself feel better. Like I said before, I'm not an expert. These are changes I found in my research. Some I've tried, some I hope to try, and some I'm a little scared of. (laughs) Like I said before, it can also be very overwhelming and it is a lot of work. So start small. Maybe pick one thing you hear and research a little bit more and add it to your habits. See if it helps you. And if it works, great. If not, no big deal. Move on, try something else. Most of all, be kind to yourself. I'm still in the process of making changes to increase my overall health. My health, my family, and my faith are my top priorities and I've made a lot of changes to reflect that in my life. The first thing I want to talk about is diet. I changed that even before I was diagnosed with endo, and I'm still changing it. In the first part of my story, I talked about being lactose intolerant, and I probably am. So in my early 20s, I cut out dairy completely. About three years ago, I cut out gluten. I had thought maybe I had a wheat intolerance at that time. And then soon found after that I was diagnosed with endometriosis. Those changes took a lot of time to get used to. A lot of time for me and a lot of time for my family. But I'm happy with those changes and I'm adjusted to them now. At one point before surgery, I also did a full elimination diet. I basically lived on sweet potatoes for like 12 weeks. And at that point, the diet didn't change my symptoms. And that's why I continued to fight and then have my surgery for endo. In my research, I did find that an anti-inflammatory diet is recommended. That includes no dairy, no gluten, no refined sugars, no caffeine, no alcohol, no red meat, no soy. Recommended a plant-based whole foods diet. Now, do I live by this? I'm a mom. (laughs) I do have some caffeine now and then. And of course I have some wine. But I seriously had to look at what I was putting in my body and cut back. I know if I have too much coffee, I get bloated. If I have too much wine, I feel sluggish and swollen and really just yucky the next day. I've never been a big fan of sweets, but I do check labels now to make sure there's no added sugar. I also check to see if there's added soy. When you check labels, you'll be surprised at how many products actually have soy in them. When I went dairy-free a long time ago, I used soy as a substitute a lot, and that's changed. They cut back completely. I occasionally have edamame or tofu, but that is occasional. There's so many other substitutes out there. There's great cashew cheese, there's coconut milk, rice milk, hemp milk, oat milk, 
you name it, you can find it. There's so many other substitutes. Just check your labels. Okay, I'm going to talk about something controversial now, and that is meat. Until a few months ago, I would eat chicken and turkey as a staple. I've never been a big fan of red meat. But at the beginning of the year, I started having this kind of turned off feeling about meat, almost nauseous when I thought about it. I told my husband, I think my body is trying to tell me something. So a few months ago, I cut it out completely and I feel so good. I'm less bloated. My stomach seems less upset and I've really enjoyed finding new recipes and making plant-based meals for my family. I love sharing new fruits, vegetables, with my children. Now this has taken me years to get here and some days are way easier than others. There's days where I just want to eat chips and salsa, many of them, but I do keep trying to make my diet a priority. One thing that's a great reminder I learned in the Know Your Endo course, you are more important than your food and what others think about your diet. This can be so hard for me, but I have to remember how food makes me feel. There's been so many times where I'll go all day without eating if I'm out with friends or family because there's nothing I can eat, and that makes me feel just as bad. So I've made changes. When I go out, I pick places where I know I can eat. I always check the menu. Or I eat before. Or if I'm going somewhere, bring something I can eat. And it's not easy, but it's definitely worth it. My health is so important. Next, I want to talk to you about exercise. And I know many of you may be screaming, no, but it's true. Exercise is not only good for your body, it's great for your mind. I'm not telling you to go crazy. And I know the pain you're in. Some of you may not even be able to get out of bed, so don't. Lay in bed and stretch. If you can, go for a walk, even a small one. Getting outside in nature, putting down your cell phone, gives you such healing powers for your body, but also your mind. Yoga has been a godsend for me. It's amazing what you can find on YouTube. My favorite is Yoga with Adrian. There is so many different Classes you can take on there. There's relaxing yoga, stretching yoga, very challenging yoga. Keeps me on my toes. She sends out monthly calendars that I do and I've been doing for the last six months. I haven't missed a day of yoga. And I feel it both in my body and in my mind. Strength training and even doing other exercises that are more intense can be okay for some, but I know for me, high impact exercises tend to make me flare up. I definitely get bloated or have more pain. Like I said before, we are all different. You have to find out what works for you. Next up are something new that I've started changing. In my research, I realized I really do want to reduce the exposure to harmful toxins in my body. So it can work on staying healthy, not trying to fight those things. So I started looking at our body products and our household cleaning supplies. 
And this is going to be a slow process for us, not only because it would break the bank if I tried to change everything at once, but if I go slow, I know for me, I will stick with it. The first thing I changed was my deodorant, something you put on every single day and something that had really harmful toxins in it. And I did a whole lot of research on deodorant. I wanted to find one that smelled good, that worked, and that didn't stain my clothes. There are so many different brands. The one I chose to use is Native. It really helps with my sensitive skin. I don't seem to react to it. Another thing I decided to change was in my skincare products. A friend recommended the brand Coco Kind out of San Francisco, and it is amazing. I feel so great putting something that is not harmful onto my skin, but it actually works for my skin. Shampoo, conditioner, and lotion, I still feel like I'm on a hunt for um, the best product for me. I definitely have switched to more natural products, but I'm not thrilled with um, some of their results. Sometimes I feel like my hair might be greasy. Um, Sometimes the lotions feel too watery. So if you have recommendations, please send them my way because it's something I do want to find. So I'll stick with it so I don't go back to the ones that are more toxic. Cleaning products have been a hard switch, but I try to do um, my best for my family and for the environment. So I do buy more natural products, but I still want ones that kill germs because my children are in elementary school and they bring home a ton. Some sites that have been very helpful for me are mindfulmama.com and madesafe.org. Another area I wish of back in the day was personal products like tampons, pads, condoms, and lubricants. Something I never thought of before was what was in these products. They literally go inside our body at least monthly. Do your research. If we can do something that'll help our bodies instead of harm them, why wouldn't wouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? If you're a young girl, I recommend from the time you start your period, if you could use more natural products, you're giving your body such a better shot. Take a look at the brands Sustain and Lola. And lastly, I want to talk a little bit about some woo-woo stuff. Alternative things you can do or research for yourself to see if it's something you want to try. One of them is acupuncture. Now, this is one of the things that I do want to try, but that I'm deathly afraid of. Even as a nurse, I do not like needles. But I have heard and read so many helpful um, ways acupuncture can help. I've also read about Chinese herbs and medicine, something I really desperately want to try. So if you live in Northern California and have um, recommendations on practitioners in our area, please send them my way. There's also things like body brushing and tongue scraping. I have tried. They may sound crazy, and that's okay. It's something um, you need to learn about, research. You may not think it's so crazy after all. Cannabis, used for anti-inflammatory, anti-spasmodic. It also helps with anxiety, sleep, and pain control. You have to decide what is right for you, like everything else. 
I choose CBD without THC to do my job. And it has helped. In my research, I find that it's just as important as everything else to check how it's grown. Is it organic? What are other products added, such as oils? And are they organic? And are they free of pesticides? Think about what you're putting in or on your body. I know there are many other ways you've heard or tried, so please reach out and share. I'm always looking at new ways to improve my health. And hopefully you've heard something that you may want to try to help you or your symptoms. I recommend diet first. Even if you just start with one small change, it can make a huge difference. And then add to it. That's what I've done over the years. I started off in one spot and I've slowly added to try to make my body as healthy as I can. I want to mention one more thing before I go. One thing that is so hard for many of us to do, and that's rest and reduce stress. It's not something I just recommend. I think it's something we have to do to help our bodies stay healthy. It's been one of the hardest changes I've had to make. When I have to say yes to myself and say no to someone else. I know for myself it's so hard and it feels like I'm letting people down. But especially for me when I'm having a flare or um, just a rough day, I need the rest. Pushing through many times only makes my symptoms worse. So give yourself time to rest. Make time for things that make you happy and calm. And for me, that's spending time with my boys, sometimes just having a PJ day, reading, meditating, reading my Bible. And some days that's just staying in bed and that's okay. And I have to keep reminding myself that. I want to thank you again for listening to It's All in My Head.